Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. Welcome to Ask the Manager Mondays, your chance to ask Better Together General Manager Kevin Undergaro and Assistant General Manager Kelsey Meyer your questions about the Better Together brand and questions about life in general. And now, your managers, Kevin and Kelsey. Kelsey, why are you already laughing? <laughs> because it's just, I've never really like focused on what she says. It's just like, you can also ask us just questions about life in general. Life in, well, don't we get questions? <laughs> we do. It's supposed to be about programming for the Better Together channel. Right. WSBK TV 38. But we say life in general because I just love her. people have questions. Hell yeah, they yes, do. our um, our queen from over the pond. Yep. Happy Monday, where Monday is the new Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Oh my good, so good to be at Hump Day. Already We're there. Already, <laughs> week is just about over. So exciting. Well, like Dana, excuse me, like Dana and Dan said. I think it was Dan Berkeley who would say this to Dana, his co-host. Mm. Let's get down to business. No, let's get right to business. Let's get right. Oh, I don't know. I'm reading Let's Get Down to Business. Let's get down to business. Who sent that in, by the way? Alyssa. Alyssa. Of she's, course she she's does. genius. Our queen. Yes. So let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. So this is from Alyssa. Yeah, because listen, with Ask a Manager Mondays, people want to get right to the questions. They, they really don't want to do. hear us no. messing around. No, they're All tired right. of us. Yeah, they let, get that on Friday. That's right. So Alyssa, Illinois, Kev, she really, she went, uh, all in here. She said, what is four months and 12 days away to an event that where anything can happen? The ATM office Christmas party. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Christmas sweaters, eggnog, pre-trips to LL Bean. (laughs) Then she even sent me a picture and she said, see pick below. Your set looks so festive. Can we talk about the ornaments? Who's ready? Please discuss. (laughs) I can't close my jaw because... There should be an Ask the Manager office Christmas party, but it has to be oh done. God. Poogee, my little Poogee bear, block your ears. Okay. They're blocked. Thank They're you. Blocked. No, we need like the photocopy machine from the 1980s. Yes. Yes. So someone has to sit on it oh, yeah. and lift their skirt and we do oh, photocopies. No. Oh, like, God. no, you have to understand how these things were debaucherous. They were horrible. That's probably why they stopped them. Horrifying. The office Christmas party. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone would get so drunk. By the way, I never worked in an office, so I wouldn't know. But I, <laughs> but 
from from lore, yeah. folklore. Folklore. It was just yeah, the mistletoe. Yeah. Oh my and no, the people would hook up and yeah. Especially oh especially um Especially people working there the first or second year. Oh, always get it, too but, drunk. Well, because they're still in that college party yeah. phase mode, yeah. so they're just super amped up. On that, top of probably uncomfortable, and then they go too far. Yes. Yeah. Uh, wow. I love this idea. I do the too. Office Christmas party. It's amazing. Like get some seventies decorations. Yeah, it would have to be. But we, yeah, but everyone's all over the world. Our, That's all right. The, our queens. We have a meeting place. Where do we do it? Uh, I think California. And do it over at AfterBuzz. There you go. We could do nice. it over there. There you go. And not in the studios and not outside at the bar area, yes. but inside around the computer yes. monitors. Like we have to make it feel like it's the office with the, you know, the well, lame decorations, and mistletoe. Then, and then you have to get Steve Carell to play Michael Scott to play Santa. Yeah. No, you know what we do? We have to bring in. No, I would have to be the Santa. Okay. You Which could. I wouldn't want to do, but I would have to be the Santa. No, we you don't have to be Santa. No, we'll find. You know what? We could bring in our regional manager. We could also bring in our district manager, the assistant to the regional manager. Yeah, like right. you know the, yes. the station owner <laughs> Maria. Like we would have <laughs> the station owner. Yeah, Maria. we would have to bring in more people. We Violetta would go and, and Francisco, who does maintenance yep. on the office. Oh my god! Yeah, we would have everybody there. It'd be this amazing. is going to be great at the office <laughs> at the Ask the Manager office. I'm Christmas in. Party. I'm planning it already. I'm excited. Everyone brings uh, some sort of food. Yeah, like well, a potluck. Yeah, is that how it works? Yeah, yeah potluck. Yeah. Everyone brings some food. We nice. maybe do like a, a, what is that called, Pooch? Like the white elephant little Ooh, gift yeah. swap? That'd be fun. Oh, I like the white elephant. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I like the pre-trips to L.L. Bean. That was very specific and made me laugh well, out Yeah, loud. why would you go to L.L. Bean? Because For L- the onesies? And the fleeces. It's very Christmassy. Okay. And, you know, the fleece vests. Just oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. Preppy. Yeah. Christmas vibes. To get some embroidered backpacks. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to get the 1970s. You see, I, normally I wear my 1970s suit to the office with the big fat tie and the right. vest and the three-piece right. suit. But <laughs> because this would be a more leisurely event, I would bring out the leisure suit. Leisure oh, suit is dying a for a comeback. Pooji. Put up, pull up the leisure suit. Okay. Just 1970s leisure suit. Oh my God. If you, Steve Austin, $6 million man. That was the character. Lee Majors. I don't think anyone sported a leisure suit better than Lee Majors, but it was fantastic. So imagine Kelsey, a jean jacket, but colored like in a nice red or an orange. Okay. With some orange slacks. We didn't call them pants. They were slacks. Okay. And then you would have a, you know, a nice uh, floral patent shirt. I love that. All different colors and uh, with a very wide collar and it would be open. Now, see, this picture here is of a, uh, I know we're an audio show, but that that's like a, a guy from today trying to play. Mm. Th- th- these are all posers. You, you've got a... This, this you know what? Even type in Sears catalog. That's where you'll get the real one. Wow. From, you know, the, anyway. The irony, though, that, is with, That's what you wore when you were, you know, you was going to dress up, but you were, like, more chill. But I feel like with fashion right now, like, yeah, this look at is that. cool. See? Now, that's from the Sears catalog, right, Pooch? Wow. Uh, I believe so, yes. Yes. See how nice he looks? <laughs> I miss Sears. Is it still around? No, oh, Sears no. is just, yeah. Mm. Is, it, I don't, is it fully defeated? I think there's a pulse, but it's going. Damn. 
It's like slow. It's wobbling. It's on its last it, legs. It's, it's on its last so legs. Sad. Well, I'm really into. You this know what idea. it is with those places? This will bring back to Aston Manager. Can we do Jello shots? Listen, you have to. You guys oh, handle that nice. part. I'm just showing nice. up with my leisure suit. Okay, <laughs> eggnog. Yep. Yes. Okay, carry on, Kev. Bring it back. Well, Sears didn't evolve. Mm, true. All of those places um, that you see go away. It's just they did not evolve. I used to use this when I would speak. I, it, you know, I would. There was a place called the Five and Dime, the mm-hmm. Five and Ten, Woolworths. <laughs> um, that eventually phased out in the early '90s. Uh, and see, it's been around since the 1800s, late 18. Yeah. Oh no yeah. Way. I think late 1800s. Yeah. Wow. And, um, but they didn't evolve and, you know, and usually, you know, when you don't, when you, I, Blackberry, mm. when the black, when the, as soon as the iPhone came out, if I'm the CEO of Blackberry, I'm buying an iPhone and I'm marching right down to my engineer's office and I'm going to drop a Blackberry in front of them along with the iPhone and say, do something right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Connect these right the F now yeah. immediately. The reason that doesn't happen is, is that most people, well, innate human nature, just, they just sit back and cash checks. They get lame. They get tired, especially when people get older, mm. just nah, they don't want to keep growing. They don't want to keep evolving, but a lot of it's based on greed because the people at the top, why do I want to change anything? I'm making a ton of money. I was just saying this about certain airlines that are out there. You go on the plane and you're like, what? This plane Ancient. is like 30 years old. The carpet is all disgusting and dirty. And then, and then the, the service is terrible. But you understand why the service is terrible because all of those working class people, like they're just treated like crap. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not raised. They're not brought to a higher standard. But the people at the top, I guarantee you, whoever's at the top of those companies, they're making their money. They're chilling. They're making yeah. tons of money. Right. And they, so any cuts they make are under them. Mm. So who suffers? The working class people, the consumer, everyone else suffers, and they just keep squeezing and squeezing and squeezing. But that's why, so yes, on the one hand, you can get that with a capitalist system. I don't think it's a capitalist system. I think it's human nature. But with a capitalist system, what's great is that you go, oh, hi, JetBlue. Mm. And now since JetBlue... All of a sudden, now look at American Airlines. We right. flew American Airlines the other day. Like, okay, I don't have to be addicted to JetBlue anymore. Right. I can actually, but but so when you have other competition raise the bars, but but again, when I was Sears and I saw Target coming in the nineties mm-hmm. or Walmart, I would have said, oh, oh, you see Home Depot because a lot of their stuff was tools. Oh yeah. It was like, listen, we can't be everything to everyone. So I would have probably looked at I would have looked at Target and I would have looked at Walmart and I think they for a minute they did a deal with the Kardashians. Oh really? Which just wasn't all the right time and it was just and it was, you know, it would needed a full colors change. I mean, you go to Target, they have that bright red, and yeah. that red is inviting. Mm-hmm. And you know, AMC theaters. Notice the next time you go in there, that red is like, oh, I want to be here. Yeah. It makes you want to be there. It makes you want to buy. It makes you right. want to eat. It makes you want you know. Yeah. So there's all different things even with that stuff and again i manage a small little local radio station in boston how do i know this and the people that run these things don't yeah. is beyond me yeah but maybe they do but they don't want to they're like why bother let me just keep making my money feeding my family let's all get yeah, fat get here touched, yeah. and we just keep making cuts and making cuts and making cuts and eventually there's nothing left mm. which is what happened so anyway hopefully when that you can apply that to your own businesses or your own life. You have to keep evolving. You have to keep growing. Kaizen 
the Japanese philosophy of a continuous improvement, which is practiced by Toyota, which is why Toyota just always continues to figure things out because they challenge the, from the CEO to the assembly line worker. They tell everyone, whatever task you have in your mind, no matter how good or easy the task is or how well it's executed or how proficient it is, be thinking in the back of your head, how can I do it better? Maybe there's a better way. And they make it fun. So everyone's always challenging, hey, maybe we can do it this way. Maybe we can do it that way. You know. And I think to the point I've heard that they actually give away a lot of their technology, a lot of their patents. Oh, wow. So wow. after their, after a year of using them or two years, they say, okay, other, other car manufacturers, you can have it. It's public now. Because we're going to keep going. Do better. Because it challenges wow. their people to go, can't sit back. Mm. Got to get up and keep trying. Shout out Toyota. Well, That's yeah, you know, again, though. so, but, you know, we can't, we just, you know, this is where I'll pontificate a little bit. Uh, that requires a laser focus and a really hard work. And we just can't penalize the people that do, that think that way. Mm-hmm. And I think with this new swarm, we want to crush those people too. And it's like, no, you can work like them too. You can focus. You can, don't, right. don't hurt, don't you know, don't penalize them. Definitely the fat cats at the top who are just making tons and tons of money and squeezing everyone else. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we were working for a company and the people at the top were making disgusting amounts of money and the product was terrible and just getting worse and worse. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. And, um, And I remember saying to them at the beginning, like, you know, your greatest asset uh, is oh, I'm sitting next to. Ah, they all laughed. Okay, yeah, whatever. Maria, I was right. like, "That's your greatest asset." You don't realize it. 
but it is. And sure enough, when they had squeezed, let's say, all the juice out of the lemon and there was nothing left, it was like, oh, <clears throat> so uh, what, what else can we do with Maria? Is she available? And mm-hmm. I told you. Yeah. And now, all finally, all those guys got pushed out because they didn't have the 11 or $12 million a year of money to pay these guys. And now paying people a sal- more deserving salary for this kind of job, which in the six-figure range, now all of a sudden the company is doing new things, exciting things. There's, there's activity, there's excitement around it, you know? Mm-hmm. So again, I don't know if any of that makes sense. No, it does. That's a little bit it of does. pontification. That's not as much in the self-help realm. It's maybe it just gives you a better understanding. Yeah, but you do see a lot of times these companies are top heavy mm. and you just got to, and it's not about pushing out old people. It's got to push out those fat cats. But I like it because I think it you applies, know? you know, it applies to you, right? Mm-hmm. It, like, it doesn't matter if you have a business, you can apply it to your life. Like you got to li- keep it Always. How do we keep yeah. improving? I look at Maria's dad and um, he was always handy. Right. But in the last 20 years, like, okay, maybe I'll learn a little of this, learn a little of that. You know, he's rug and tile was his thing. And now anything plumbing and this mm-hmm. and that. And, mm-hmm. but his woodworking is the, his, this work he's doing now is the best he's ever done at 77. It's his wow. best work. Yeah. Continuous improvement. Frank Lloyd Wright. So for you older people out there, oh, Poogee, you know Frank Lloyd Wright? Yeah, the architect. Look at you, little Poogee Pooge. Nice. I took I took our history, so we had to learn a lot of his. He took at history. Yeah. Well, history. well, you probably know more about his creative and his work. Mm-hmm. I what I find um, most inspiring about him was around between like fifty five and sixty. His his career was over. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, this is. I don't know, maybe 50 years ago. I mean, when you, you know, I grew up in a time 65, you were an old person. And it wasn't just your perspective as a little kid. I mean, you were considered old. Wow. Yeah. The, the women had the little cat glasses. And the, oh, you know, and the guy at 70, that was it. The guy had the cane. He had the high oh voice. Like, oh, you say, Sonny. How are you? <laughs> you know, it was, that's just how it was. Yeah. And yet, at, it was around 60 when he thought it was all over for him. He, uh, he turned it all around and his greatest work came between the ages of 60 and 90. Wow. And his last thing at 90 was the Guggenheim. What's the Guggenheim? The Guggenheim the museum, museum that like. Oh. It's like a huge museum. And oh. it all, it kind of goes in an oval, right? And you yeah. walk up the it's oval. It's really cool. At 90. Damn. Back then mm. when it wasn't cool and you know, you didn't even have the things, the things that we have today to make it so we can be effective as we're older. So I look, tend to look at people like that. And so, yeah, that was someone whose mind was probably like, no, I got to keep going. And the reason you want to stay in that growth mentality is then you also just don't die. You're happier. You don't age, but also you're a happier person when you're busy, when you're productive and uh, you live longer. So, boom. Anyway, okay. I don't know how we went from office Christmas parties <laughs> to there. I love it. But Just what we happens. did. That's what happens on the show. But uh, exactly. office Christmas party, I don't know. I'm just going to... What, what, did, what did Patty Penn say to you? To divine, divine what? It's divine timing. timing. It's divine timing. So if divine timing works out that there's a Ask the Manager office Christmas party, then... Sure. So if y'all want to help us plan... I'll be there with my leisure shout suit. Shout out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, right. Francisco will be Santa. 
There you go. There we go. Francisco will be Santa. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Kevin, why do I have Kev? to be Santa? I just want to <laughs> have fun. Shh. It's going to always be Santa. It'll be amazing. He would love that. <laughs> All right. This is a great question, Kev. This is from Jess in San Jose. She says, what is something you and Maria thought you couldn't do, but you did it anyways? And what was that experience like? There's many of these. <sighs> okay. Um... Let's start with Maria. You know, we uh, we often refer to the wrestling managers <laughs> on the show. The great Captain Lou Albano. Um, there was other people too. The Grand Wizard of Wrestling. Um, classy Freddie Blassie. And today, Paul Heyman. So if you see Paul Heyman um, in wrestling and you see... You know, with, with him, with Brock Lesnar, for example, um, you know, someone I know who knows him said to me, he's like, you know, the re- one of the reasons why he's, you believe him so much as a manager is like he believes in his heart of hearts mm-hmm. that Brock Lesnar is the greatest wreck- human wrecking machine on the planet. There's no blinking. And when I've showed you those old tapes of Lou Albano, <laughs> when he was sitting with Pete Doherty, the Duke of Georgechester, this middle-aged fat alcoholic <laughs> in yellow pajamas <laughs> that they're calling the golden terror and they're putting him against gorilla monsoon. who was like a 450 pound wrestling legend. It was ridiculous. Might as well have me fight gorilla monsoon. <laughs> I would have definitely would have put up a better fight than Pete Doherty. But when we see Lou Albano, the captain, the guiding light speak about the golden terror, was he, was there any blinking? Was there any lack of None. conviction? None. Did he 100% believe the golden terror was going to triumph? Oh, Did yeah. he have any doubt in his mind? No, no. So I always had that for Maria and um, I'm glad I did. Mm. So, but I, you know, now I look back, I'm like, what the hell was I doing putting her in wrestling, <laughs> putting her in, on a dance floor? You know, because there's girls who have great rhythm and great dancers. Right. And Maria's not one of them. She's just very talented and she's got a beautiful singing voice, untrained. Mm-hmm. And she is a good, good dancer. But I have friends who, like an Ashley or whatever, and I bet you you too, Kelsey, who like really go and just can tear up a dance floor. And, you know, that's not Maria. Maria's not the one going to the nightclub who's, the, <laughs> but I was like, no, you can go, you, you can this. do it. And so sometimes, um, sometimes when you have, I don't know, I just had that kind of conviction when you're young, you have it. And I think when you're old, you start to sec you then that's when you start to second guess mm. and you start saying, wait, wait, maybe I can't, you know, but I had no the doubt. I did not in. blink. Yeah. I'm like, Maria, you can do it. And I knew, I just knew, I mean, you can do it. And then with myself, I mean, like whether it was working, I don't know, my whole life, it was like construction and construction. So I heard from my dad being a laborer on the construction union, you know, being out there below zero weather and like, you know, the being, you know, on a road crew and some of the worst, he, it just, it just sounded like it was impossible to do. And so when I did it and then I ended up being really good at it, I was, uh, you know, physically I was able to, you know, and the carny business too. It was like, so that was stuff that um, I didn't think I could do, and then I did, and then um, probably yeah, there's things in the business too, in show business that I, I guess if you would ask me, 
do you really think you can do this? And I paused long enough. Maybe I would have said no, but I just, and Maria too, we both had this head first kind of thing. And my best advice is, is less think more do. But when you get older, I get it. You start thinking more because you have stuff you don't want to lose. You know, there's things you don't want to lose. And, you know, right. I, I, so I get that. Um, but I think it's, it's a less think more do. I think, um, I believe that, but it, it's, a, I, I look back now and uh, yeah, I, I, that's a tough question. I'm I'm sorry. I'm having these pauses cause I'm reflecting, but it wasn't that I thought I could or I couldn't do. I just, just did, it. did it. Yeah. And it was, and you know, Bob Blackham, take it back to wrestling. He has that great quote. You never lose unless you quit. Mm. So if you're trying at something, then you haven't failed. You haven't lost. So I, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I yeah, I, I've, I'm really like uh, tongue tied on this because I, 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 I feel there's people out there that are so conflicted every day and especially women. Yeah. And I'm the one saying, F that, you can do it. Do it. Go do it. Well, who was it? And you honestly, know? it might've been you, Kevin or Jeff talking about regret versus failure. Mm. Right. And which one is which is worse. worse. I don't know. I don't, I, I think personally regret, but. Pooja, what do you think? I agree with Kelsey. Regret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I think so. Because at least you, you don't have to think what if, you know, I feel mm-hmm. like that's way worse of a feeling. Of, and, and yeah, I, failure, you can and move failure, on. Yeah, and failure, you can move always... on and try something different. But if it's a what if, you're just yeah. kicking yourself. Yeah. Like, this okay, so there you happen. go. So you have yeah. to do it. And I also think like in failure, there's so many lessons and right. we all just live in this ideal world in our brains where we think Steve Jobs was like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create this Apple computer. And then, you know, after I do that, I'm going to make an iPhone. And that was it. <laughs> there was no failures along the way. Smooth as silk. Beautiful. Yeah. You, you yeah. know, I mean, like he had, it was Apple probably, he didn't even see it as the Apple computer when he f- forget the phone. Right. And how many prototypes of the phone before, I mean, like, so we don't, um, no one really understands how much failure goes into succeeding. And I think that's Silicon Valley has that great um, phrase about we have to master the fast fail Mm -hmm. because they know they're going to fail. Right. So, okay, so let's fail fast. Got it. Not working. Let's go. What, what, What can we do instead? Or how do we improve what we're doing? Right. I feel like you never really fail if you look at it that way, right? Because there's always, yeah. like you said, there's always lessons. There's always, it's like, okay. There's all, the you're right. And th- that's the thing. I think you fail when you take your ball and go home. Mm-hmm. When right. you, and, and that has been my, um, I don't know. That's my, uh, I have so many charges about that. When I see people who are getting beat up or they're failing or they're losing the rounds. And they want to quit and they want to go home. And I'm just, I'll take it to Maria again. I was like, no, Maria, no, you have a great gift to share with this world. And these rotten people, you know, are, are trying to snuff it out. And she would be like, Kevin, I don't care. I'm just in so much pain. I don't care. I just want to, you know, I want to just be with the dogs mm-hmm. and that's it. I'm so, you know, and, and there's people who will say that would say to her, don't listen to Kevin. Just do it. I want to go feed elephants in Africa and do charity work there. Go just do it. Do it. And I just was like, no, 
You don't get to do that. You know what? You can do that. You can do that after you have a hundred million dollars, go build a sanctuary. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who can go feed elephants that you have a very special gift and you want to share it. And everyone that I, unfortunately guys, and I, I say this, so hopefully it helps people. Everyone I've met at the end of their journeys who did not do their dreams, who, who sad and worse, sometimes just batched, crazy, medicated, addicted. Yeah. I mean, we see it in Hollywood all the time. And I said, so Maria, all I've ever seen from anyone who's walked away from their gifts and their blessings, all I've ever seen is wild and crazy and messy regret. Mm-hmm. I said, so I'm just going to base it on that. And you got to hang in. And you can't, you know, and, and f- for these awful people, I mean, the biggest favor you can do them is roll over. That's what they want. Maria's, and again, Maria's more involved than me. So she's like, well, I don't care. I don't care about them. I'm like, well, I do. Yeah. No, no. Their punishment is not going to be revenge. They're going to have to watch you succeed mm-hmm. that for the rest of their lives. And that's what they do now. Every time you pump gas, every time you go to movie theater, you go, oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> you can't so escape. Yeah. 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 You know? So, and that was the, the best revenge is just working on yourself and improving, but you got to hang in. And I, I, so I'm always the one who's advocating for no, okay, maybe take a break, take a rest, but no giving up, yeah. no walking away, you know, yeah. and giving, and sometimes, you know, um, it's evolving more than giving up. It's pivoting. Pivoting, that's the word. It's pivoting. Mm-hmm. So, so whatever you're doing is not working. Okay, let's pivot over pivot. to something else. Okay, got it. But there's still something here in your heart that we have to answer, that you need to, that will fulfill you. And uh, anyway, that's what this crazy old guy thinks. So, yeah. I've had cynical people go, I love no, you wonder I why the both of you are exhausted. Well, but now it's your time. Now it's your time to rest. But you're right. not. Doesn't mean that you're stopping or you're giving up. Well, that was always your the, rest that was always a scam. I mean, the plan. Yeah. Was to that was that was it. Like no, re- get here. Then listen, rest. my dad's best philosophy is very simple: easy now, hard later. Mm-hmm. Hard now, easy later. Mm-hmm. He's like, you have it hard now, mm-hmm. but you can have it easy later. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm at a point now where, you know, no one's life is easy. But let's face it, been a pretty good scam. Pretty good scam. Right? Yeah. So I have now, after all this work, I can now rebuild my health and then, you know, yeah, start thinking about what I want to do again and how I want to evolve. Like mm-hmm. the things the things I did got us here. Um, maybe could have been better, but also maybe could have been worse, but got us here. That's great. But now what's the, how do I evolve and right. to next? adapt to this? Yeah. To what I want to do in the future, to this new world, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know that again, that's a loaded question and I don't know, maybe re-ask it again if I didn't. No, I thought, I honestly thought it was a great answer. Me as well. See, boom. Okay. Look at us. All right. On to the next. This one's fun, Kevin. Should we take a break? Should we take a break? Oh yeah, let's take a break. All right. (laughs) I need one. Break time. I'm kind of sad. Okay. Don't be sad. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. Kelsey. Okay. Poojie, my co-managers, and we will be right back to answer all of your amazing questions. That's right. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. 
I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Be sure to send your questions to info at bettertogetherwithmaria.com or on Instagram at bettertogetherwithmaria. For an 8x10 personalised signed photo or transcript of today's show, send a self-addressed stamped envelope. Care of Arsa Manager, 17328 Ventura Boulevard, PO Box 311, Encino, California 91316. And now, back to Ask the Manager. Stay crisp, queens. Stay crisp, queens. I'm not laughing at her. Even this song, Kelsey went in. I'm sorry, Bougie Kent's here. Kelsey went into one of her spiritual dances. <laughs> Even to this I, song. But Bougie, you can get her on the camera. Yeah, that's true. Let me put the camera on. Just get the camera on her. Oh, there we go. Let's Hi, Kelsey. Hi. Hey, everybody. All right. Well. Well, you ready for this one? Sure. This is from Mason in Chicago. She says, Kev... What has been one of your most memorable moments you've experienced so far from RGF? This is a cute question. Aww. For those who don't know, that's Regular Guy Friday. It airs on Friday. It's our Friday show. It's our Friday show. It's our weekly um, laugh. <laughs> it's our weekly, yeah. <laughs> it's when we unravel <laughs> everything from the week. Our guests and no, we undermine everything. All the good lessons we've that's learned. That's where we descend. Yeah. That's where we, we descend. descend. Yes. Yeah. We ascend the... Those are the four days. The, the <laughs> back do down. it all in one day. The art of dissension on Fridays. Yes. Um, it's you know it's funny because <laughs> I don't think of that show. I don't know. It's very significant because we just <laughs> we come in and laugh. And so I don't really have any memories because. But but you know, Kels, what my my um my biggest memory is the very is probably the first show <laughs> because we were playing Ava Max, all the queens. <laughs> Kelsey went into her like amazing spiritual dance. The eyes are closed. The <laughs> lips are pierced. It's like she just went into another planet and just the effervescence, effervescence of cool, of queendom, of wow. po- everything, popularity, everything we all aspire to be or should. And, <laughs> uh, and I just, I just was cracking up. And then we did the show and I think we went out, and we rapped. And then Kelsey and I just looked at each other and we both burst out <laughs> laughing. <laughs> like, well, no, at the whole show, like, what, like, did, what, we was ju- that? what did we just do? Because <laughs> oh like, it was just a joke. Yeah. It was one show where I was like saying to me, like, I've got all these new initiatives. Yeah. Uh, remind me, I actually do have some new initiatives, though. Ask, the manager has some new initiatives for our fall programming lineup for That's Better right. Together that we will announce That's right. in the third uh, act. So to speak, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think that was it. We just started cracking up at the end of the show, and uh, I that's kind of remember. And that was in the basement, right? That was the in the basement. House. I mean, I really think you and I were truly just running on fumes and thought it was hilarious. And then it's crazy. I'm like, now we're at like 80 episodes, which is wild, so ridiculous. And I remember when we first started too. You and I were very big on giving like 
each of us had like a tip, right? So I would like take a picture with my like Sarah V and you would have a picture mm-hmm. of your, oh my God, it was so funny. But I feel like it's just really evolved. We have a really into, good uh, one on Friday. We do. Of teeth whitening. Oh. So yes, we still we still have our tips, people. Yeah, we do. I mean, I feel like we ge- drop gems always in RGF, but... Always. Always, but yeah, oh, yeah. We good drop times. things right into the toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I like our... I like our... What, oh, Pooji, what, uh, do you have memories? And what are your memories, guys? That was mine. You know what else I like? Sorry, Pooji, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I like when we um, discovered that it's we say regular guy Friday, but our logo says regular guy Fridays. That uh, was mine as well. I really? That was really funny. I remember it. We were looking at it on the screen. We just, we're like, wait a and second. And we're like, wait, something doesn't seem right. So lame. It's just everything. <laughs> it's just amazing. Was that because Stephen the Mule Man at 30? Yes. Yes. Nice job, God, Stephen. Yeah. God love him. I mean, it's a great logo. It is a great logo. Right. And we are still working on merch, you guys. So we're just waiting for some proofs back. But that's going to be you know the, sick. You know what I didn't realize? There is a... I've heard it said before back in the probably 40s in like a movie where it's like, he's a regular guy Friday. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh. I got a name drop here. I'm going to forget I had lunch with Eric Estrada when I first came out here when Who's I was that? like... Uh, from Chips, the star of oh, the original oh, Chips. Oh. So I was so starstruck. <laughs> it was amazing. Asking him all questions about the series. He was really nice. And um, he, uh, he was like, oh, that's my, that's my girl Friday. She's amazing. Like, what? Yeah, I guess a guy Friday or girl Friday, by definition, Pooch, look it up. I think by definition, it's somebody that does, I think like just handy, handy person, does errands mm, and assistant, mm. I think. Yes. A female helper, especially a junior office worker or a personal assistant to a business executive. No way. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. So, a regular girl Friday or a regular... Yeah, you're a regular girl Friday, meaning you can huh. do everything kind wow. of... Like, yeah, you're regular... So... Wow. Regular guy Friday has a deeper meaning. Look at that. We, what? What's, I just remembered... Sorry, I just had another memory. God, my brain is so funny. Remember when Winnie peed during the show on her bed and you and I had to keep going? Oh my God! Play through, play yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my goodness! At the the West, poor Chenza. at the Connecticut studio. Yeah, we were downstairs, and poor Winnie Aww. had to go to the bathroom because Kevin and I probably had done like seventeen other shows that day, and we I had can't to play even, through. You know, it's funny. I can't even believe the amount of shows, and I don't want to digress. I want to answer the questions, but it's really hitting me now. Yeah, I've had to sub in for a couple of shows here interviewing people, which to me is a lot more exhausting because I have to super focus. I have to research. It's a lot. Yeah. And I cannot believe the amount, we two, three a day we oh, were yeah. doing um, back then mm-hmm. uh, during when Lisa was in her last days. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, I don't think, I couldn't do it right now. No. I don't think I don't so. think I could either. <laughs> really? You couldn't either, huh? I don't think so. Uh, I was, mean, even Kevin and I did, me, Kevin, Pooji did three yesterday and Cool. We were like, we were zapped. I was zapped. You guys were zapped too. Yeah. yeah I thought, oh, and it I was mean, amazing, but I was zapped. That makes me feel good in a sense because... <laughs> I, you know, I'm like so down on myself after oh. taping. I was like, I, I'm like, Maria, I'm, and then I had to swim Max. Oh, oh, wow. So Matt, you know, Max, um, our shepherd, his, he, his front shoulders, it, it's interesting. This, uh, little, little dog talk for people that I've never heard of this before, but you know, he was having, he was limping mm. and I thought, well, maybe it's because the way he's been jumping against the window when people when strangers come and he barks and like I thought he injured that and then on top of it 
he got intravenous to for his teeth cleaning and um and then maybe they hit a nerve and it just all we just thousands and thousands of dollars and then come to find out finally got to a brilliant um doctor endocrinologist i think who who diagnosed him as having an infection which I'd never heard of before. Probably got an infection from the intravenous. Never heard of that before. So antibiotics, whatever. So we killed the infection, but the problem is his one shoulder is, is totally atrophied. He's lost all his muscle. So Violetta took him to, in his van, took him... In to, his van, yeah. yeah. His, his <laughs> van. Uh, it's so funny. Maria was like, we well, need to get rid of that. I'm like, really? How's this 140-pound monster going anywhere, Maria? And she's like, oh my God, thank God we kept it. But she took him in for swim therapy and she's like, Kevin, it's like they're doing 10 minutes with him mm. and you can do a better. And I used to do it with Apollo. Right. And, but Max, is, he's a ton of 40. He hates the water. But I got him his life jacket. And so every day we go in <laughs> now and we do about 20 laps. And what I do is I, I feed him right after. I give him lots of treats. So I'm trying to associate it with something positive. Plus yeah. I give him a lot of encouragement. Don't give up. Don't give up. Come on. You got it. You got it. But what's happening is... He's the water. It's uh, it's so nice because there's no pounding on the joints, and we're building. So now the muscle. I'm so happy. I can feel the muscle coming back in his wow. shoulder. Um, and he's he was out running with Bobo the other day, and he's like galloping again. Oh, and so it's real oh. good. So anyway, but I we bring it up because I'm like, then I had to swim him. We had to jump in the pool and like we had to swim. Yeah. We had to do our laps. And it's hard because I have to hold on to his harness and I have to physically whip him around because he keeps trying to, after one lap, he tries to get up the steps. Like, nope, nope, nope. Come on, come on, more, more. You know, it's so anyway. But I thought it was just me. I no, was no. dead. No, we, we were, were both all... like, whoo. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, I think when you're trying to deliver value, mm -hmm. so you're trying to pull as many morsels out of the guests as you can to help people. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a drain. Okay. Okay. Answered no questions. <laughs> um, we did. Oh, this one's fun. I really like this. This is from uh, Brie in Cali. She says, Kev, what's your take on money? What if you really want to do something and you know it will be good for you slash your career, but you don't have the money? Do you say put it on a card or wait? What's your take on this? How do we have a healthy relationship with money? Well, you're talking to an amazing consumer. <laughs> My wife is a great saver. I'm a great consumer. Mm -hmm. That's why we're a wonderful couple. Mm -hmm. But as far as consumer goes, I did have, my mom was a total um, big time price checker. And I'm good about that. Yeah, and I'm going to find the, the, econ the economical deals. way to do things to pay for convenience, but without, I won't pay a lot. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Money's always a challenge for me to work on too. So I understand. And, and, um, but it is a necessary tool, and I do believe it needs to flow. Um, and I feel like the more that I give of my time and my money, the more I get back. But now taking, I think, specifically over to this person because they probably want to invest in them some kind of, maybe they want to open a business or do some kind of training or whatever. So uh, I'm someone who's done that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And... Um, the, the, it's hard because all the m money I've spent, and I don't even want to say the numbers because it'll make me upset, <laughs> let alone how you, 
people at home are going to be feel if they heard the numbers, the amount of money I spent since I was in my early twenties. Um, cause I was always in the belief of invest in yourself and I still am. And I think that uh, you have to invest in the tools, the right tools to do your business. And, but that being said, I've spent over way overspent and, uh, in terms of building businesses and those businesses, I mean, I guess on the one hand they didn't pay off financially, but then all the life, I mean, listen, my films did not pay off financially. However, I can make a film front to back and it's continued to come in handy. Mm-hmm. Anytime Maria does a project and I have to say, okay, let me just, just trust me guys. Let me get, she's doing a TV show with a company and I'll say, guys, just put me in the out of bay. Just, we just, just let me get in there. And I, the reason I know how to do it all is because I learned it all from there. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Um, and though some of those things, all those things actually led to other opportunities that were lucrative. So it's turned out okay for me in the end. But that being said, when I advise people, I don't like seeing people break the bank on their dreams. Mm-hmm. I just had a friend, my heart went in my stomach, um, really nice person who we, Maria and I are close with and we hadn't seen her in God, six, seven years, but one of those amazing friends where it didn't matter. It was like we saw them last week, but it was like, yeah. And then, you know, new relationship, wonderful per- partner, building a great life together and doing all these other things that are working business-wise. And then we decided to just take a large sum of money and make our own film. And I was like, oh, why didn't you talk to me oh. first? Like, so I don't believe that. Okay, so getting back to this person, are there ways you can do trade-outs? Mm. Trades of services to get what you want. So people don't often think of that, but okay, I need you to build me a website. All right, well, listen, I can, what can I do? Is there something I do for you? Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm talking anything. Can I babysit for you? Can I? I do that for my guitar lessons. Tell me. No, tell me. I do. My friend gives me guitar lessons and I help him. I give him podcast advice and like... And by the Social way, advice. that is an yeah. amazing deal. Yeah. Because how many hours of podcasting now have you done? And mm-hmm. you're doing it on the highest level with like Maria. Right. With a big celeb. And mm-hmm. then that gives you access to all Maria's people. Mm-hmm. See, that's a great deal. He's a really smart guy mm-hmm. to take that deal. Yeah. So I think that there's, 
I'd like to see people work on trades of services. Yeah. I also like um, nights and weekends to donate your time rather than your money. So keeping your day job while you're doing nights and weekends on your learning, your research, your education. And then if it is education, then there are places to learn that are more cost effective. There's places that really will be for education for whatever your skills are. A lot of places are total money grabs and uh, not worth it. Mm. Um, you know, and I don't want to denigrate some of the you know services I see out there, but I know that a lot of, oftentimes you can get the information you need today online on YouTube. Yeah, so there's I, I think I would. Well, I say yes, be willing to invest. I just don't think don't don't break the bank, don't blow no blowing the retirements. No, there's no need. You can be resourceful. There's always a workaround. Thank you. Well, look at a look at Max. Truly. How do we swim him every day? Like, listen, yeah. I'm not made of money. And to swim him every day for a lot of money. And then, by the way, it's wear and tear on Violetta. Uh-huh. Th- putting him in the car, LA traffic, the heat. Like, no. Yeah. I'm like, okay, figure it out. We have a pool. Let's go, buddy. Mm-hmm. Buy a life jacket for, I don't know, 30 bucks on you know Amazon. Let's go. Right. And okay, so I have a pool. But if I didn't have a pool, guess where we'd be? At the local we'd be, pool. We'd be down at the yeah. beach. No, they wouldn't let a dog in, but no, oh. I'd be down at the beach. Oh, beach. Oh, right. all, you know, I just know because when we were in, when I was in the back to the Carney business, I didn't have any money. Mm. And then when Marie and I were together, we had nothing. And you just, just always had to figure stuff out. Yeah. There's got to be a way. There's always a way. There's always a workaround. And you have to spend that time just to be resourceful. But I would like to say to that person, if you're listening, if you can be more specific with the business question, um, then I can give you a more detailed answer with the workarounds because I'm sure there are. But please just don't invest in yourself, yes, but don't break the bank doing it. And there are workarounds. Yeah. And if you have a full-time job, do not quit it until you're ready. You Nights and weekends, dig the escape tunnel. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where you're building whatever it is on the side. And then there, you'll know when it's the right time to transition over. But there's people who say full immersion. You know, there's that whole um, burn the ship. Mm. And so this is an old story that is often told. And I want to share it because this is the flip side of things. There was a, a captain and his, his, uh, his, his, you know, soldiers that were on a boat and um, they wanted to take this, they were invading to take over this island. And um, when they got to the island, the first officer said, you know, what is your first order? And he said, light the ship on fire. What? He said, you heard me, burn the ship. Do you guys know why he did that? No. No. He did it because, and when it was done burning, he's like, yeah, now we have no choice but to take this island Mm -hmm. because there's no ship to take us out of here. Mm. We have no choice. Now we have to. Now it's literally sink or swim. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's that philosophy too where people say burn the ship because then you you have no choice. But I... 
again, see, as I start getting older and I go, you know, I I don't think it's, and I don't want to see someone middle age, especially a female burn a ship. And, you know, but, but there is that philosophy. So I just want to put that out there. Um, and there's a time and a place for that. Uh, I, I think like- the, I think the universe will burn it for you too. I mean, look at Marian Entertainment Journalism. Mm, yeah. That ship needed to be burned, right? But it was so lucrative, and uh, but it all thank God it all worked out. Mm-hmm. So that ship burnt itself. Yeah. Between the tumor and the fact that just the, almost nothing left of it. In fact, people TV got can, canceled. Yeah. Did you know that? Uh huh. Yeah. So like the And I said, I'm not surprised. Yeah. So they're <laughs> yeah. all um one by one they'll one be going. By one. Yeah. Another so, point but, that you always make anyway. Oh no, go ahead. But anyway, so I'm just saying like there's that there is that mentality too yeah. of if you have nothing else to go to. Right. Then it's like you have to fight to make you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And and then maybe it depends on your personality. I know for me, if if I could, if I have lucky enough to have children, I feel like that will motivate me. Like you have to you have to live for your children. Right. You have to like provide. You have to fight yeah. right. for them. Like there's no, so I don't know, maybe it comes down to the individual. I always feel like too, this this is another take, but you always tell me um, when I am going to buy something, you're like, is this going to help you? Like in your career, in your life, right? Even mm-hmm. if it's like a yeah. little, mm-hmm. a little stupid thing at Target, it's like, Kelsey, you don't, you don't have the money to be spending on all this random no. consumerism stuff. So like, is this something you yeah, could every, wear every, on air or something, you know, like, yes. so think about your purchases that way. That's really helped me kind of cut down on the stupid little Amazon things. Like, Oh, I want this, but I don't need it. It's like, is that going to help me? And if it is, then I do it. Right. So I think that that's a really good take and a really good lesson you've taught me. Yeah. And I still do money. that. Yeah. It's very, listen, I, even listen, the card, thing has become my like thing of like yeah, I'm lo- I'm yeah. loosening up a little bit mm-hmm. but how, in LA how often are you in your car every day all the time, you know, <laughs> and and in LA it's not very happy time to be in your car right it's not like in Connecticut I've got these open roads and you know and so I'm also thinking of my mental health I'm like Maria like I enjoy getting in my truck with the stick shift and being a little right. higher up off the ground. It's right. really like fun. And then it's like, that keeps me sane for that day. Mm-hmm. Right. And then another day, like today we, I'm so tired when I'm tired, I just drive the Tesla because it pretty much drives itself, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, but I, I, but all of those expenses have even the dogs. It's like, that's been our sanity, our joy, our love. Um, so yeah, I've been, I'm still very aware of how is this really going to serve me? Yeah. Mm. Because sometimes having, you know, whether maybe it is a vacation house or going on a vacation, I've seen Maria, she goes on vacation, she comes back and she's, it, she comes back and she's like, oh my God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. She has all these breakthroughs mm-hmm. when she goes away. So I've learned now that even those are investments, yep. you know, where you're paying for those things, say, is this gonna, is this gonna help me in my life, mm-hmm. improve my life in some way? And it may be just emotionally, could be socially. You never know. You may go, Hey, I need this. You know, I, we have, um, our rescues, uh, John Tavers opened in a bar in Boston, mm-hmm. a restaurant. 
And Mary's like, Kevin, you're so exhausted. You're going to get on a plane? And, you know, John will understand if you're not there. And I said, Maria, like, no, I need that for me, yeah. too. Yeah. And so, something good will happen. If I go there, something will happen. I'll learn. I'll meet. I'll whatever. But... Yeah, I think that's a good note is, is is with your expenditures. Is this really helping? And I mean really helping. Really helping. You yeah. know. Um, yeah, I know it's helped me a lot. Is it, yeah, is it serving you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Manager Kev. Yes. One final question, uh-huh. which is kind of another fun one. And I'm actually, I've never asked you guys this, and I'm very curious. So this is from Ashley in OC. She said, did you and Maria like having your own reality show? What aspects oh. of the experience uh. surprised you, and what did you learn from it? I've never heard the answer to this, so I'm actually very excited. Me too. Hmm. It's, it's too bad because... It was um, at a time where Maria was just being tortured mm. by day and uh, at her day job. And so when the night came to do it and then the thug, the thugs that were torturing her inserted themselves as producers. Oh, yeah. Like total mafia play. And then didn't do anything to live up to that. Of course. <laughs> just just kept, just, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. And then um, we were having a conversation with Dr. Laura Berman yesterday, mm-hmm. off air. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when we're on air, they're all helping us. Right. But then off air, what happens, Kelsey? Kev helps them. Mm-hmm. I think mean, Captain <laughs> Lou Albano comes That's up. That's right. Every time. Okay. So... I was telling her about her life and her career and the things she wants to do. And you, and most of the time, my experience, you have to do it yourself. Now there are some artists I know who, I don't know, maybe it's the universe. They can just kind of float through life and they'll have champions come in and build their businesses for them. And it just, they get to do what they do, which is the artistic side, the creative side. Maybe they make great muffins, <laughs> but they have someone who comes in who really, mm-hmm. you know, builds the business end. I mean, but for the most part, um, you have to do things on your own. And um, Desiree Gruber, look her up. She's one of the huge publicist, band, brand manager, everything. Uh-huh. Big, 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 giant company and great people work for her, works with the Kardashians, all the great brands she's really helped build. Special, special, special person, uh, and and kind and 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 big heart as well, but brilliant. And she said to Maria, like Maria, you have to understand, like, you don't ever go for a manager or anything like that because you know, you and Kevin know what they're never going to know what you know. They're never going to know what's best. And so, with that reality show, they kept bringing EPs over. We saw two or three, mm. and I think. Production company was nice people, but they probably weren't paying enough to the EP. You don't have control over that. So whoever the executive producer is not paying enough, they were just getting people that I'm like, no, these people are just here for a check. They're not here to make, I can tell they don't want to really make a great show. When Tyler Henry was doing Hollywood medium and he came to the house with his people, the producers that he had, they loved him. They believed in him. They protected him. him, Yes. And you need producers like that 
who are like, we're going to build, we're going to, we're going to go to the moon together. And two, three people, I'm like these, you know, and again, I was younger and more Catholic. So I was like, okay, okay. You know? And so finally they gave us somebody and I knew when I was like, Hey, you know what? Why don't you, why don't we on a Sunday get together and let's watch some other reality shows together. It was like, Oh, I don't do Sundays. And I'm like, Oh, red flag. Yeah. Big red flag. flag. And also guys, like to sit and watch reality. Like what? Well, again, shouldn't you be excited and to I'm do that? You know me, be cater. We'd have yeah. fun. But again, but you see Kelsey, that's why you and I, and yeah. why we work Pooja, why we work together. Yeah. Cause we're heart. Yeah. You, you don't, you know what I mean? Like go work for someone else if it's a check, right. but this is, you know, we're trying to build something special yeah. and we've got to be a team yeah. and we got to love it. Like I always say to people, like, I, you know, why usually people work for me, usually love me and I love them because they came wanting to work. They came wanting to do something, mm-hmm. right. but if someone doesn't want to work and they're lazy and they're just looking for like, no, it, it, it I usually it don't hire work. them or it doesn't yeah. work. We move on pretty quickly. Yeah. So we had a person like that and it was ego, pump the brakes, minimal amount of work. I'm going to get what I need. So they would, so, you know, he's listening to someone from the production company who's listening to someone from the network who doesn't even know us. So it's keep asking him about having kids. The kids, keep that's asking, right. Every episode. Oh. So the point to, to Marie's dad who wants grandkids is like, Kevin, how many more times are going to say about the kids? What are we doing? Oh my God. I bring them all these ideas. I'm like, I have a friend who's a massive alcoholic that every time he comes in here, it ends in a fist fight, but he's my brother. And like, what am I going to do? Like right. we good TV. I have my friend Randall who is a, not just a hoarder, a Christmas hoarder, <laughs> his whole house. No, really like oh kept filling God. up with more and more to a point. You couldn't even walk over there and him and his partner who were like our parents we're in the middle of the divorce. Oh my gosh. And and just terrible. They suffer. I'm like, we have I'm gonna go do it anyway. And, cl- and you know, and I have to fight with him because Randall and like look at Randall. The guy is Liberace meets Divine. Yeah. You couldn't <laughs> met this guy was best friends with Lucille Ball and Mil- like I just kept these are real things going on in our lives. Oh, I could have been nope, so good. Nope, nope, so nope. Good. Okay. Especially with Casa. So finally, too. I'll tell you something else. And this is where being a guy comes into handy and I'm really sad because women can't do what I did. Mm. So one, I'm, I don't know, I'm tr- trying to buy equipment for AfterBuzz and all my credit cards get rejected. Oh God. So I'm like, wait, what what's going on here? So I call my business manager. Uh, yeah. She's like, Maria cut, cut off all the credit cards for AfterBuzz. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, I'm, humiliated number one, but also like, are you crazy? Like we're like, what are you doing? You, you don't even work over here, Maria. You have no idea. We, we produce 200 something shows a week on five cents already. Like you're, you know, and of course all things now she's like, thank God, thank God, thank God. You, you know, you like over. So I come onto the property and I said to the executive producer, he's like, okay, great. You're here. So we're going to talk about this, this, and this, and this. And I just said, Listen to me. I said, I am not in the mood to talk about kids right now. I said, my I'm business, everything I've worked for is gone. And I said, and I said, I'm at my age. I said, my money's cut off. 
I said, I'm going to have a really strict conversation with my wife. I said, you want a real show, which we signed up for. We didn't sign up for a fake show. We said we're all in. We promised a good show was going to be us being honest. Mm -hmm. I said, take those cameras and follow me in there now. (laughs) And he was like, no. I was like, okay, good. I grabbed the 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 uh, girl, Brenda, who I'm still friends with, who was the second that he was terrorizing. Yeah, I go, Brenda, wow. just trust me, okay? I said, I got your back, I promise. Just get, get me the... And the DP liked me too. I go, just film it. I said, guess what? And then I called Steven. I said, Steven, get over here with the cameras now. And that was the other thing too. Imagine you have me. I'm like, guys, I'll install cameras in the house and I'll have my people shoot B-roll. So if there's things... Un- like if you... You're, I get your day ends at 7... I'll, if something happens at 10 o'clock at night, I'll get it. Right. No, but you know what that means? More, more work oh my God. For, for that. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and then it's not going to work. If it's like, if it's just cookie cutter, fake show, it's not going to work. No. Then we had political issues with someone who stopped it from getting on E because Sonny probably still, it would have been okay. But I went in and we had this big blowout. And then they network saw it. So the guy who ran the network, who's brilliant, who's now running another network now. Oh, is it Oxygen? Yes. Mm. Um, and we're friends with him. He was like, of course, my God, this is the show. He saw it. So when I look at, if I, I haven't watched it ever. Maybe I'll watch it later in life. But, you know, at the end, because I went in the edit bay and edited, and oh, and the other thing is the guy really got in my face and I just said, oh, okay. And I kept my cool. It was funny because I was working, I was in the gym working out when he came in to have his like talk with me. No, it was fine. But talk about <laughs> adrenaline strength. Yeah. Like, I don't usually lift a lot of weight, but yeah. I just kept putting the pins higher and higher in the weights. Damn. And then I started putting the plates on higher and higher. And I was just like, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> and I just was, uh, and, but I was like, no, I'm going to keep my cool. But I did something. I was like, uh, I was like, I have to, I have to leave. And by the way, this is kind of what I've done in the last five, six years just because I know I'm going to like snap. I just say, I'm, I'm going to leave now. And I just left and I disappeared. And they were Damn. like, wait, so an hour, two hours, went by, where's Kevin? Where's Ke-? And they wouldn't answer any of my phones, nothing. I'm like, nope. Nope, bye. Nope. And bye. then the next day, Damn. Um, the production company called and I said, yeah, here's how it's going. I said, um, you, I said Brenda's now going to run the show because she can. You guys just don't respect her and don't give her the power. <laughs> she can, or, or you guys, no, 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 oh. no, no, I'm not going to speak for Maria. Mm. You guys do the show without me. <laughs> because he also, the other thing, his narrative is he wanted me to make me this emasculated, oh. broken male. Ew. Ew. Yeah. And then makes Maria look like, you know, yeah, makes me, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, it's not genuine. No. I'm like, no, all we do is like, battle back and forth with two very strong personalities (laughs) and we usually end up in a good place because of it yeah Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah no it's fine i said no honestly god love and light love and light (laughs) as you millennials say love and light but i'm out i said no i'm not i'm not doing this that's okay and if it was like you know whatever i I was like i don't even think i signed my deal i'm like but i don't really care anyway i go because you know, you know, because I guess again, you you blessed with the carny business. You have enough guns, knives pulled off. You just get to a point where you're like, yeah, oh, what, okay. are you, what are you going to do? Send me to freaking celebrity jail. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Kevin you know what didn't mean? follow through. Like, what are you going to sue me contract? for? You're fifteen hundred dollars a week. You're pay- whatever yeah. it is you're paying. Like, do you think I care? Like, okay, so you guys do you. Damn. 
Damn. And I said, but I, no, honestly, I hope it's a good show. I said, but no, I won't be part of it. Wow. And that was it. And then I was like, and I said to Maria, now tighten your stomach because that kid is going to be a vengeful little fuck for the next, for Ugh. the rest of our careers. And he'll pay us back, which he did on some other show. Someone invited us on. Then all of a sudden, like, nope, you can't come on. And he was huh. the EP of it. Oh. But it's like, okay, they always get their one shot in. Yeah, that's it. Bye. And, yeah, and you let them. And by the way, when your stomach gets tighter and tighter from all the shots, you, you look, the, you, they get their shot and you go, hmm, okay, now yeah. what? Yeah. Now what? Now what? You get wow. Wow. Or you get hit in the face and you go, you, just, you rub your mouth and you go, huh, oh, okay. Okay, good. Now, now what else you got? So yeah, that's it. And then he just fades away to be the mediocrity or sub-mediocrity he'll always be. And that mm. mentality will always be. And uh, so that was the reality show. <laughs> wow. And for Maria, she... But you know what? My mother enjoyed it. Costa and Leeds enjoyed it. That's good. And, uh, and I learned a lot. So now I know I got to trust my instincts and I'm not going to... It won't go down like that. It's, and again, it's not my way or the highway. I want what's the best... What is the best program? Like, you know, I'm saying to the guy, like, you're thinking what's best for you. What's going to get the crew out of here on time? Like, what is the best program? And then tell me the parameters of the crew. There's always a workaround. If we only have six hours, I'll get it. Mm -hmm. And so, and it was great to work with Brenda because Brenda was like, there were certain times that things were heavy and she said, Kevin, this is really heavy. Do you mind? getting in there to behind the scenes with mm. the father and her mom. I go, got it. Casa, you know what you're saying? I said, I need you to like say it in 30 seconds rather than, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not fake. It was the, it was what right, he was saying. Right. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Brenda Constant, she's a really good producer and we, uh, we've stayed close and, and it was funny because when Lisa passed, they all, the crew all reached out. Oh, that's we sweet. loved you guys. That we loved work. Yeah. So again, like the, the, the regular people always get us. It's the bums in the middle who usually don't. And that's yeah. why they're in the middle. Yeah. And the middle managers. And then the tippy top people usually do. They're like, no, I got it. Like I, yeah, I understand where you come from, but that was it. So I'm grateful we did. I learned a lot, but I feel bad because Maria wasn't really allowed to have fun because she would just come in and then deal with that idiot. <laughs> whose energy was terrible. Yeah. And then she was also just getting banged around so bad. Yeah. And man, if we wanted a great show, <laughs> if we could have just <laughs> right. told, we could have told the truth. Yeah. This was, this yeah. is what's going on at work and did it, yeah. you know? Dang. So I just feel like those, when I look at reality shows in general, and this is really getting more in a industry talk, but um, I see some of the recent ones that are more true documentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I feel like the, I mean, listen, those rea- the other cookie cutter reality shows, the housewives and them, they're still cashing checks off all of them. But when I saw, um, you know, I saw the ones that, uh, I don't know, some of the documentaries, like the one on Britney and then the one on mm-hmm. Demi, mm-hmm. right? Was Lovato, it? yeah. Demi Lovato. And, uh, you know, a little bit more real and gritty, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that takes a really patient filmmaker because the filming is a lot of filming, but then it's a lot of editing. Right. But if you're, if you're a good storyteller and filmmaker, you just write down the notes. Oh, this moment, that moment, that right. it, it all can be done. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I wonder if, uh, I, they're not really popular anymore, but I don't know. I, I think, I think Maria would, maybe she would do another one maybe, but we would be, 
be different. Yeah, we would be in control, but again, mm-hmm. not in control in the thing of like, oh, this is how we'll make ourselves look amazing, no, no. and this is how we'll make we'll launch all of our businesses. <laughs> no, it's got like the Kardashians. A lot of stuff that they do, they're like they go save it for the show. Mm-hmm. How many times do I do it on RGF? All the yeah. time. We have a great talk. Guys, guys, guys save, save it, it yeah. save it. We'll do it on air, but we'll go into it to really make a good show. Mm-hmm. Then it will work. If yeah. you know, and that means you have to be honest. You have to be vulnerable. You got to be a little gritty. And you just have to be authentic. True of any business, though, right? Mm-hmm. So if you open in a hamburger shop and it was like, I just want to make tons of money. Not going to work. Not going to work. Nope. Work in the short run. Yeah. But if you're like, I want to make the most amazing hamburger. I want to disrupt. I want to be the new in and out. I want to be, which by the way, you know, if you look at Five Guys or you look at um, Shake Shack mm-hmm. and you look at their menus you and then go over to In-N-Out, you can see that they took Coke, made Pepsi. They went yeah. and looked at the formula like and said, okay, now how do we do this better? Better. Again, it goes back to what I said originally about business. Like, you know, that part of capitalism is a good thing is in the comp- spirit of competition. And so you can challenge yourselves. How do we, how do we do it better? So. That was a reality show wow. question. No one's ever asked that. Yeah, that was fun. Um, Lots of lessons today. Yes. Lots of lessons. So we didn't get to really tease our fall lineup, but we'll save that for our next Ask the Manager Monday. Okay. Do you, right? Are you sure you don't want to tease it? I'm really tired. Okay, Kelsey. we don't want to. Te- <laughs> let's, let's, let's make it like a super good tease next time. Yeah, deal. 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 Okay, well. Thanks, everybody. Well, then. Fuji, we out? Are you going to take us out of here? We outie. Yeah. What do you say, Bougie? We out? We out. Well, our British lady has to first talk. First, she says we out. Right. But in, you know, more sophisticated speak. Of course. On behalf of associate producer Pujanea and the rest of BT staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Ask the Manager Mondays. Be sure to send your questions to info at bettertogetherwithmaria.com or on Instagram at bettertogetherwithmaria.com. For an 8x10 personalized signed photo or transcript to today's show, send a self-addressed stamped envelope, care of Ask the Manager, 17328 Ventura Boulevard, P.O. Box 311, Encino, California, 91316. Stay crisp, Queens. Indeed, stay crisp. Stay crisp. You know, I want to say with the reality show, what I was saying about being a male, only a male could walk out. And have everyone say, oh, he's not a diva. You know, I want to, yes. you know, Maria was like, and I remember Maria saying that. That's She's valid. like, it's nice that you're a guy. Yeah. If a yeah. woman walked out, it would be oh, it would, diva, yeah. this, yeah. that, yeah. difficult. You know, She's a guy it. walks out and everyone was chasing me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like Elvis. Like, ah. oh my God, we got to get get him back, get him back, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's uh, so anyway. Hard em- to be a lady. It is. But that's why we have to have empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, keep trying to change that narrative, people. Yep. As best we can. Yeah. Well, anyway, Pooja, we don't have we don't have like a meaningful out. out. We We have a meaning, but we have a meaningful out on Better Together. We have a meaningful out on Regular Guy Friday. Yeah, this is true. But we don't really. Happy Wednesday, you guys. Recycle. (laughs) Reuse, reuse, recycle. Be good people, and I feel like something about office supplies and paper clips. Oh yeah. Yeah right. Oh yeah. yeah, and. Make sure to recycle your. I notes. think it's like recycle. Cha- be sure to recycle. Change the coffee filter yes. in the break room. Yes. Mm-hmm. And remember, your mom doesn't work here. 
Remember they always yeah. have those signs? Yeah. Your yeah. mom doesn't work here. And, oh, and clean up the microwave if, if something explodes. Yes. Yeah. All right, we'll find a way to yeah. compress that. <laughs> right. For now. You guys. We out. Enjoy your Monday is the new Wednesday. That's right. Mm-hmm. You're two days away from paradise. Woo. Have an amazing week. Bye, all Bye. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or MariaMenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.